0: Hey what's up beautiful souls, Chad Haefeler here with my brothers Eric Dixon and Jeremy Duncan and we are Lights at the Round Table. In this podcast we're going to discuss a wide variety of things ranging from spirituality and the metaphysics of reality to the psychological struggles that we face on a daily basis. So we hope you enjoy, we're grateful you're here and welcome to the roundtable.
1: Hey, you're the tech guy. <laughs> you, Can
2: you show us that Now is it working?
1: There we go. Oh. Hey, Jeremy. Ooh, we're playing with fire. Hi.
2: Oh, you know, you think we'd have this figured out by now. Wow. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> is yeah. How beautiful synchronicity is that? that, for that, that
1: that's our we're topic. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh. You'd think we'd have this figured out. Amazing.
2: What do we do? Like thirteen in the first, and that's the last one that I added was seventeen in season two. So we're at thirty episodes and wow. we're still fumbling around the fucking <laughs> tech point. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And I was this close to getting a whole new soundboard so we can start all over again.
0: Oh man. We're getting we're coming what? up on the end of season two, huh? I don't know.
2: When are we gonna end season two?
1: I figure i we'll would keep all the seasons about the same length. So the last one was how many? Fifteen. This one we're at seventeen. Yeah,
2: I just wow. uh, the reason we went into season two for me was just because it was a new year. Oh, okay. So That's, we ended with that. You're the producer, brother. So fifty two episodes a season. I figured once a week, fifty two weeks in a year, fifty two episodes. What's season up? one will be the only one that was light. Cool. I like that. Or we could at least go half the year and do twenty six per season.
1: I'm I'm open for whatever. You're hearing it live. <laughs> You this are. is how we get it together. Yep, <laughs> <And> <laughs> on the okay. fly.
0: And you know what? Here we are.
1: Yep.
3: Let's go.
0: Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Haefler here with my brothers, Eric Dixon. Yo. And Jeremy Duncan. What's up? And we want to welcome you back to another episode of Lights of the Roundtable. Coming to you from a little bit of a different location. But uh, nevertheless, we are here with you and we are grateful that you have joined us. Gentlemen,
1: how was your guys' day? It's beautiful, man. It's great to be here at the Sanctuary Day Chad and Britt. It's amazing out here, yeah. but uh, day was beautiful, man. We had uh, some training at at work today. Started off with some miles. Yeah, I made you yeah. good today. Uh, three point one, so five k. Yeah. Yep, <clears throat> and uh, I had some new shoes to do those do those miles in, so that was that was pretty sweet. Rocking them. Uh huh. Yep. How they feel? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through like a little bit of a. Um, a little bit of a thing to get them. So I've been going into the running store, which is right down the street, uh, which is pretty fucking awesome. Um, I've been going in there for a couple months, just kind of waiting for the right time to have the, you know, to have the extra money and to make sure I got the right ones because it's like a heavy investment for me. I didn't realize how much time and effort I would put into this. Like it's it's a lot of fun to invest the miles that you're going to put in. So the shoes are very important. So I started researching them and a couple guys I follow wear these particular shoes. So I went down and tried them on and that was a couple months ago. Yeah. And, um, they fit perfect. I instantly fell in love. I was like, all right, I got to get these. So I waited for like stimulus to come out and just to see where things were. And, um, so it all cleared and I was ready to buy them. I ran my last run in the other ones my sokkenes and it was a 16 mile run which i've done before dude and it fucking hurt yeah yeah at like mile 10 i was like jesus like it was it was rough take the wheel yeah yeah seriously yeah <laughs> take the wheel for real yeah, yeah for real uh it was pain cave after that like it was just like seriously just pushing so i was like all right now is the time to pull the trigger so i went and got the shoes but when I went in, dude, there's never been, like, a soul in there. Yeah. So Except when I went the in. shoes. Huh? Nothing. Except in the shoes. <laughs> good one, dude. <laughs> I'm on fire. Sorry. Dude, I'll that was. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. Hey, that was fire. Uh, So there's never really any, anyone in there besides the souls in the shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good, man. Yes, sir. Um, so, but I went there that day, and there was a, a crowded room. Like, there was a lot of people in there. Right. So I knew exactly which ones I wanted. There was literally, I think, three people in front of me and two people working. So they were already helping people. So I sat down in this patient and the lady got to me and she was like, all right, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I know exactly which ones I want. I want the this shoe in a size 10. For some reason, I guess when I walked out the door that day, I might've looked at like my boots that I always wear or like my, you know, my casual boots like for work and they're size 10. Although I knew in my mind that I've went there before and tried on a different size. So I got them and I was like, well, they were kind of tight, but I was like, they're not bad because my feet were fucking swollen from the run. That I had done the 16 miles. That's good awareness, brother. Yeah. And I was like, man, they're swollen. Like, I don't know. Like, they might get better tomorrow. So, I bought them anyways. And I took them home. Didn't get better. So, I took them back and got the right size and then uh, ran on them this morning. And to answer your question, felt amazing. Nice, brother. Yeah, dude. They're super cushioned. They're the Hoka Clifton 7s um, made for road running. Just, <clears throat> just super comfy uh, road mile shoes. So started the day with that. So super grateful for that. And, um, uh, so when I went to buy them, Kayla was like, yo, I want to help you out a little bit. And she like slid me some cash. It was tight, man. She's like, I see how much you like it. And so she slid me some cash for that. And so that was nice, man. So I thought about that when I was running today and just how beautiful that relationship is. Um, work was fantastic. Had my awesome lunch again for, for training Mm -hmm. Like arugula, arugula superfood salad. I love it. Yeah, so, it so good. got some systems training and got some good news from work. Um, my boss texts me and she's like, dude, you are on fire. Um, I know. So, just listen, <laughs> Yeah, like. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so. Um, good, man. Just flowing.
0: Yeah. On fire, baby.
1: Yeah, I'm fire.
0: Love to see it, brother. Yeah. Love to see it, man.
2: What's up dude? you? By that nothing nothing
0: day off yeah day uh-huh. off to relax uh-huh
2: yeah we did uh pretty much nothing today i finally since i wasn't working 12 to 14 hours right. paid and called and paid some of the um <clears throat> stuff in collections that i had that we took that loan out for got there that caught go. up nice signed up for insurance with work
1: that has to feel pretty good huh like it does. those are some big steps like completing yeah. that shit is like
0: Plugging that
1: energy oh, God, it is the best feeling in the world to be able to like pay something off, get it done. Like, Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep, so my personal loan is paid off. My stuff in collections is paid off, which is weird. Um, I, thought I, had a, <laughs> I thought I had a grasp on how to improve my credit from talking to some people, and apparently I have no fucking clue what I'm doing because even though I paid off the personal loan a couple of days ago, credit dropped 40 points
3: yeah
0: yeah it might have been because it was your longest running credit
2: and no it wasn't even oh really but it wasn't just that one that made it drop 40 points my aunt co-signed for a student loan when i went down to florida international yeah so my credit age was seven years because that was a 15 year loan i'm i mean not 15 but it was almost 15 it's like 13 and a half or something yeah can't believe it's been that long but uh, (laughs) so that got paid off when she got her stimulus check nice nice so that is what dropped it because that took my credit age from yeah it took my credit age my average from being seven years down to a year and four months yeah that's that's wild how that works right credit. yeah
1: you just think you like all right i owe this money so i better pay it off like and then things are cool yeah Uh, no (laughs) <laughs> not in the credit world it takes time it, it takes time but it's a, it's a, yeah it's a long game right i mean it I, is. I know nothing of it I, I
0: it is on it you you should learn about it man it's a, been a huge help, and it, it opens so many doors for you not that you want to borrow yeah but knowing that
2: reassurance is back there that you you yeah it's not it's not even about borrowing at that point it's like people wouldn't even allow you to borrow right it dictates how much money we have to put down on a rental even right as a security deposit so it dictates so much of what we do that we were we thought taking steps to improve it by taking out a debt consolidation loan paid some stuff off paid stuff off found out shouldn't have paid that stuff off should have just kept that ten thousand dollar loan in bank account and continued to make payments out of it would have been smarter
3: Hmm.
2: And then that money wasn't coming out of our paychecks, but then we would have had the payment for that loan (laughs) on top of those other payments. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, it just would have been, it, it still wouldn't have mattered financially because we would have had the money to pay all the bills, but it would have just added something else that required our attention. Yeah. And it would have been another payment on top of the eight that we were already making. Yeah. So we still simplified our life, which was convenient for us, but it kind of shot us in the foot for now. But paying off some things in collections, having the hard inquiries coming off. Right. And then once we have, you know, six to eight months worth of payments with that loan, hopefully it'll steadily rise back up. And it's not like it fell down into the 500s again, but it it took me out of where I needed to be to buy a house, which is where I was barely just at. And that's why we did it. We're like, well, let's see if we can right. bump us up just a little bit more, yeah. get that safety net so that when we are ready to buy the house, we know we're not going to drop back down. Yeah. Cause I was only like six or eight points over what I needed to get a VA loan. Right. And now I'm 20 points under what I need to be to get the VA loan. So Did you kind of screwed us on that front, but more <laughs> well patience. Like, it plugs those energy there. holes of,
0: yeah, I, I think the consolidation is more important. It, it would be to me. It would be to me as well. like, it's like <laughs> One payment as opposed to five. Like, right. okay. I
2: can. Yeah. For the long term, that's definitely more important for what we had planned to do in the next year. And, you know, signing one new lease and then hopefully buying a house next year was that probably not as convenient. We'll see where we're at. Yeah. Come that time next year. Hopefully it still all maybe, works out the way it's <clears throat> supposed to. And it was a smart decision.
0: Yeah. And maybe it divinely plays out to where the market's not crazy like it is. And you can find a, uh, yeah. more quality of a house for a more reasonable price. Cause but the, yeah, cause the, the
1: market price. is still is terrible for renting right now. Like, yeah. I mean you've only seen
2: you've only seen the outside of our house, but it's not a big house by any means. Right. It's a three bedroom fifteen hundred square foot standard subdivision right. house. Right. But our rent there right now is fifteen ninety five a month, <sighs> which is already outrageous. That is crazy. We had a house double the square footage in Maricopa and we paid an even thousand dollars a month. Yeah. But that was a long time ago too, huh? I mean, three, four years ago. It wasn't that long ago. But uh, pre-pandemic and pre-what the housing pre, market is pre, now. No, pre-what's yeah, pre going on right now. <laughs> so, But when we put in our notice because we had found a couple of houses that we were interested in, the one in particular we looked at yesterday that ended up being a no-go, we were like, well, we're just going to transfer with the same company, so we'll just go ahead and put in our 60-day notice and get everything ready. Well, when they put our house back up on the website – they upped the rent to 1890 damn yeah so now we can't stay there like i mean we could but the the house house. yeah the house that we were looking at was a four bedroom with a thousand extra square feet for 1900 a month right and now you're gonna up this one to basically 1900 a month and it's half the space like now we don't want to stay there either so now we've kind of put ourselves in a situation where we're relying heavily on the universe to just kind of step in and be like don't worry i got you
1: so here we go you just asked now
2: i've been asking all week (laughs) especially because that house was supposed to be available to view last week and we still weren't able to view it so then when we finally got to see it yesterday and we knew for a fact that it was a no-go then that was just Reassurance for me to just be like, all right, well, the universe got something else planned because this was not it. It felt wrong from the minute I walked in the door. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's hard to describe, man. Like, you walk in the front door, and yeah. probably as wide as the back of your bar is the hallway to get into the house. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right off to the left is the steps. And it's got a really nice, like, upstairs loft area. That's, you know, it's a good size extra living room, essentially, that the kids could have all their toys in. That would have been real convenient and great. And that way, if her mom wanted to stay upstairs, if my mother-in-law wanted to stay upstairs and watch TV in her room, the kids could have a TV and, you know, have their toys. Or we had a space to put Colton's desk to do schoolwork, whatever. right And then they each had their own rooms again. The master bedroom, though, man, like the the window placement in it just made no fucking sense whatsoever. (laughs) It's like, where are you going to put a bed? Because I don't want to have our headboard, for obvious reasons, banging into glass. Right. So, I mean, you can't put it on that side where, like, the whole wall was windows. Right. And then in the most random spot off center, they had another window (laughs) to where it would have been, like, my side of the bed right there, sun coming in on my face right as I woke up or you know, right. in the middle of the night or day if we were trying to get a nap in. Like sometimes when I go pick up Caroline I try to sleep in the middle of the day. Yeah. It just was and it made no sense. Mm. And then the master bathroom was smaller than your basement bathroom and it didn't have a tub. It just had a stand up shower that was like a perfect four foot by four foot square. It was tiny. And then the the that laundry was small, four by four the laundry room that we have now is a, our house could have four bedrooms yeah. but they essentially just made a bedroom a laundry room so we have a lot of space to fold and organize and have the washer and dryer our washer and dryer wouldn't even fit in the closet that they had as a laundry room it was just a closet with little sliding doors right and they wouldn't even fit in there had to take the doors off. we would have had to take the doors off and then they'd have been sticking out into that Tiny narrow hallway where you enter the house. <laughs> you can put and a I'm shower like, curtain over it. <laughs> like this is just a, a fucking stupid layout for a house. And the living room, I mean, I kind of liked the concept of it, but the way they laid it out, the living room had a, a wall that made another hallway to take you to the other side of the kitchen because it had a dining area in the kitchen and then a separate dining room. Right. So the hallway went. Would continue down one direction, and there was a wall for the living room. They walled off the living room instead of keeping it an open floor plan. Yeah. But then they put like fucking inside windows in that <laughs> wall, just to, just take the wall out. They had a weird thing with windows, it sounds like. I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> but the layout windows was just places, so it just didn't feel right to us. So we're we're here. We'll still be within our little twelve minute triangle to where Sorry. we're all no more than twelve minutes away, as opposed to. It was a 46 minute drive from my house. Wow. Oh, man. So, podcast night would have turned into at least a 35 minute drive plus yeah. a two hour session plus a 35 minute <laughs> drive back. So,
0: well, the universe has other plans. You said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm hoping now that the original
2: plan plays in and it can be Mason or Fairfield where it's a 15 minute drive down 275. Why didn't you just stick with that plan to begin with? I mean, we did, but there's just nothing available there. No the one house that we found in Fairfield that we really liked got rented before we were ready. And then we found another one in Monroe that still would have been about a 25 minute drive from here, but still closer than 35 or 40. Mm -hmm. And that one got rented the day it got put on their website. So yeah, we just got to be quicker.
0: Got to be quicker than that.
1: (laughs) Got to be quicker.
2: (laughs) Oh man. Sounds like you got the hunt on your hands, brother. Yeah. it's uh, It'll be interesting next couple of months as everything plays out. When's your uh, lease? When's your, this lease up? August. August. Like the 13th some or something. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. But the that's the hardest part of it now is just juggling all that because that's right when the kids go back to school. Yeah. So Emma will be starting school. Colton will be going back. Yeah. But then on top of that, we got um, American Homes for Rent. That's who we lease through. And if they don't have a property, then we can't do the whole transfer, our lease thing. Yeah. Which means we have to wait until 30 days out to <laughs> even start looking at other rental management uh, companies. Yeah. So, like, right now, there's a lot of houses that we like with different rental companies, but it's not American Homes for Rent. So, we'd have to pay the three months out, which would cost us $4,500. Ouch. So now it's all that, that perfect timing game. Like now it's got to be perfect unless American homes for rent throws up another house that we like that that works out. So we'll see
1: Are, um apartments out of the question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: With George and then with the kids. True. I don't want to be, and it's not even necessarily that I would be opposed to the idea of an apartment. I just don't want to be that asshole neighbor whose kids won't shut up and their dog is constantly barking and annoying everybody. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, a that's courtesy weird. type that's, yeah, thing. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah. if I didn't have right. the kids and it was just me and Brittany and a dog, I probably wouldn't care as much. Right. People's dogs bark all the time. Like right. I've lived in apartments where it happens on a consistent basis. So, yeah. it's kind of a understood thing that if the apartment complex allows pets, you're going to deal with that. Right. But my kids are not quiet by any means. <laughs> Especially the last 35 40 minutes before they go to bed which is they 9 gotta o'clock. get it all out <laughs> yeah so they're running around trying to get all their energy out of their system it is it is not a quiet time in our house <laughs> so i don't want to inconvenience other people with that fair okay. enough
0: man yeah <clears throat> you get a lot of that in the apartment world um, people
1: complaining about kids and neighbors and dogs and- yeah yeah i mean it, it happens i think i think a lot of it is He's got to set the correct expectations. And I yeah. think that's what's really like also another really appealing thing with having a brand new opportunity at uh, at the Jameson. It's like, again, an opportunity to set expectations. From a jump. Yeah. But, yeah, man, all the time. Um, I wouldn't say all the time. I overuse that uh, term, but it happens. It's part of the Speak job. Of reality, man. That's how it comes all the time when you yeah, say it. Yeah. It's just... <clears throat> It's got to be a top complaint.
2: If you had to lay out the top five, I would imagine that kids or pets would be in the top five. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. As a
1: as somebody that's lived in apartments before, for sure. It's um, so I'm not sure what we'll encounter here, um, but at the at the last place was um, was like walking over over top and like people talking and stuff, and then yeah, uh, animals and kids, um, music. Music's music a big was one. the uh, music number was one. the number one. Yep, music. That sucks. Was one, yeah,
2: yeah. See, and that's the other thing. As music is like, trying to one, Jam actually. out. I yeah. always jam out. Brittany's mom yeah. is deaf, man. So, she has a TV, like man. at night, her TV, you can hear it at the fucking neighbor's house. <laughs> we live in a house <laughs> like it's yeah. that loud. So, it would be that would not be good. And she stays up till like three or four o'clock in the morning because she don't work. So, yeah, she sleeps from like three to eight or nine. Or, you know, she's up early with the kids and she's up late. Oh, oh, I'm late man. watching TV and shit so that would drive me crazy
1: it'd be uh it'd be cool to get in like really early on on one of these bills and just like throw an idea out there of like why don't we put like sound soundboard between like, sound dampening stuff between <laughs> it like cuz you know why don't we change Cheap. apartment living right. instead of remain the same like i think these things are built very well someone asked about that the other day <laughs> we were outside bless you thank you we were inside and I was like, well, there's a uh a, a construction crane right there, like running. That's a loud machine, and it wasn't loud in the apartment at all. And she was like, Well, let's test it and open the window up. So we did that. Clearly a difference. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, man. Quality of the build. Quality of the build, I would say. Yeah. I would
2: have to imagine some thought goes into that. And that, you know, they've tried to change that over the time, but I imagine at some point cost just comes into play it has to man i mean the space that you're in the quicker
0: the better man yeah and on
2: top of that just i mean the the cost of making it that quiet can't be cheap to the amount of layers and equipment and material you would need to to really isolate the sound from somebody's apartment i'm sure that on a mass scale the cost and time with that right which just wouldn't a lot add of extra up. energy Man. people are gonna live there anyways <laughs> fuck them yeah right? i mean that's a dick move essentially breaking though, in billions I mean, people who live in apartments and know <laughs> right. that lifestyle like they know what to expect so uh, kind of yeah, like it we talked about with my lift stuff they're assuming a part of that responsibility right yeah, yeah i
1: agree you so, know what's crazy that is sucks it yeah does. it does it's but it's crazy is like kayla and i i mean even before kayla i've always lived in apartments Mm -hmm. and i've never i can't think of a time where i ever maybe i've just gotten really fucking had great luck but like i never had a call on anybody
2: i never called on anybody but i've had some times where i was like really dude like you'd be that inconsiderate and it would it wouldn't last forever but it was small stuff a lot Mm -hmm. of the times it was probably kids running across the the rooms or whatever but sometimes it was music and having parties late at night but it wasn't frequent enough for me to be like this is a fucking problem I gotta go talk to the office see I would just go upstairs like (laughs) hey listen you gotta cut
0: this shit out go (laughs) party at somebody's house or a parking lot go to Colony Square and party
2: (laughs) go get a fucking hotel like most people do (laughs) throw a hotel party
1: yeah in my earlier apartment days I don't know how no one didn't call me. <laughs> right. uh, so. I was one of another, those people with music. surprise. Yeah.
2: Involved. It was just music for me. Like if I was by myself, yeah. like especially like when I was taking a shower or getting ready for something, I would have music on. And especially as I was older and got more into like having a nice sound bar and subwoofer in the house and surround sound. And it was my apartment. I could do what I want. have to worry about my parents right. telling me I can't have my music loud. Like yeah. I would turn that shit up. Man, and I'll people never complained around. on me either. But maybe, maybe they liked your music. Well, a lot of the times I did it too was during the day because <laughs> yeah. being people in, in the culinary world, right. I didn't have to be there until sometime between noon and two. So most people were probably not home. Right. But I still did it at night sometimes too. Like I'm, I like my music, man. So I had it on a lot.
0: Yeah. Rebel. <laughs> Without calls. I, uh, yeah, I never had, I never really had any. Problems in my apartments that I lived in. Mm. The the one I lived in, in Deerfield, the, it was like a single woman that lived above me. She's in her 50s or something, super quiet. And then, uh, what was that, Waters Bend or Rivers Bend over, yeah. over Side yeah. 11 and behind Target? It
1: was Rivers Bend? Yeah,
0: something like that. But uh, we were on the third floor, so it was perfect. I mean, it sucked moving. <laughs> um
1: (laughs) but one of my favorite stories ever
0: but we decided to get our first ever dog there fucking genius idea in the winter time on the third floor you can't just step out back to let this puppy out anyways (laughs) um so yeah we got a puppy there and and that would be my only like knock against my all of my apartment experiences was just taking a puppy out 15 times a day and trying to body train from the third floor
3: yeah
0: but i mean i was in shape then so i mean i guess it wasn't that bad yeah but it was one of the classic wife like i'll take care of it don't worry you won't have to do anything and, and then, then like, they didn't <laughs> 10 minutes later <laughs> fucking outside shivering with the dog like Hold my hurry beer. up and go shit yeah right <laughs> you got some shorts now britney yeah <laughs>
1: here they are <laughs> so go know. outside take the dog out with you
0: but i man i love that apartment it was so beautiful it Had a workout area a yeah. pool
2: nice like barbecue couple barbecue pits where you can grill out and have See, a nice that's, that's the trade-off right i mean you deal with some of those inconveniences right. you get the community oh, luxuries yeah, man. i mean yeah so- the
0: amenities were uh the whole reason we went there and plus they were brand new the carpet was brand new yeah. everything was, was brand new it was like
1: oh, super nice jacuzzi tubs two jacuzzi tubs tanning bed by the pool too right yeah man that shit was nice as hell. whole center it was like down the hill
0: yeah right with the entrance gate and then there was a they
2: opened up a gun store right next
0: to the entrance
1: I was like damn I might stay here forever
2: psych (laughs) that's where uh, we bought a bulk of our ammo when all this craziness went they were the only ones who had 9mm ammo in like the entire area
0: I'll be I haven't, man, I haven't messed with, I haven't messed with my guns in in a few years, man. We should go shoot. I'm down, man. I'm down. Eventually, I would like to buy property and do, um, do like a gun range at my property and then do like a big campfire area
2: where people could camp out and shit. Go down there with, get like your concealed carry permit over a weekend. Yeah. A couple I would Activities even, on the range, campfire. Yeah. I think i could get mine for, um, without it. I just meant that that, that could be like a side hustle that you have going
0: on. Yeah. You know, my grandpa tried to get me to turn this basement into a gun range <laughs> because it was open. Like, we did all this that you see. Yeah. He tried. To, he to was like, this is perfect for a gun range. And you could run a CCW class out of, out of your house and yeah. have the range in your basement. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? I got kids. I don't need psychopaths <laughs> with guns in my house. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, because you never know what you're going to bring in. You mm. know, not to judge people, but I don't. You don't eat while you sleep, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? So, And they be sh- shooting guns down here? Well, man, they have some really incredible technology and in, in ranges that yeah, I, I did look at. Them. Did you? <laughs> look at this. Yeah,
1: I did. <laughs> I mean,
0: <Yeah>. we, <laughs> leave no stone unturned. I mean, at first it sounded appealing until I started thinking of the logistics of them shooting five feet below where my kids are watching their cartoons and shit. <laughs> Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, man, you've heard stories before of misfires going up through the floorboards and shit. Right. Like, well, I, that
0: in I mean, what, what I would do is I would run classes on evenings where nobody was here, you know, where Brittany was at work and I could get a sitter and whatnot. So I did, I did think logically through the, <laughs> so I can't poke too much fun at it, I guess. Um, but the, the thought of it now sounds kind of asinine, like fucking gun range in your house <laughs> you crazy asshole. Anything is possible, man but he was like running numbers by me he's like you can make this much a month and do this many classes with your military and your police background it's like seeing the dollar signs like that that's like easy passive income almost you know just sharing knowledge and letting people shoot their guns at my (laughs) house. i like guns (laughs) and money you know and legal guns and money let's (laughs) put it that
2: (laughs) It's starting uh, to make this podcast sound like a front for something else, no. <laughs> what kind of shit you doing over there, Chad?
0: <laughs> Shining my light, baby. Shining my light. <clears throat> How's your day, man? My day was good. My day was good. I um started my day with Cole at soccer practice, took him to soccer practice. Watching a bunch of four-year-olds try to be coached at something. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny, man. I feel so sorry for this guy. He does a good job, though. <laughs> he interacts with them, and and you know, he if he sees one kind of falling out and getting whiny, he'll he'll make an a, an attempt to bring them back to the group. So I, I can appreciate that as as an instructor and and a teacher of life to my own kids. I can appreciate that extra effort to bring up the rear, if you will. So went to soccer, came home, chilled for a little bit, and then took Cole and his little buddy Zaki. To the park for about two hours. And I took my disc out there, disc golf disc, took my disc, big open soccer fields. I was bombing it, man. Nice, man. There were so many kids there. It was so perfect. It gave me the perfect, like, I mean, the soccer fields were right next to the park, so they could still see me, but perfect, like, huh, do my thing. So, yeah. And now here we are, podcast night. Man,
1: it was a beautiful day to do that, oh too. Oh, my God. It
0: was so nice. It was so nice out today. And I... <sighs> Like, it was low 80s, probably. Something like but that. But the breeze and the, the wind felt so good. It was like a crisp spring wind still. It was nice. So It snowed last week. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, if yeah. you haven't figured out this is Ohio yet,
2: I mean, it just rolls with.
0: I love crazy. how we talk
2: about nice 80 crisp days a week after two inches of fucking rain. <laughs> snow.
0: Right. In the springtime. But yeah, also today, a big thing, I was, this is my first day in almost a week of eating solid food. I've been juicing. Yeah. Yeah. I um, ran into some, some bowel issues. So funny story, backstory leading up to this, uh, when I was in high school, I swallowed a toothpick. Have I told the story on this? Yeah. We we went through it. Oh, well, shit. Anyways, I swallowed a toothpick <laughs> and, and had to have surgery. Remember in the yeah. first couple episodes, we said we wouldn't worry about it. So I'm going to tell it again <laughs> for all you new listeners. <laughs> hey, somebody will hear it that didn't hear it the first time. Right. They're like, this motherfucker swallowed a toothpick. That's crazy. <laughs> so I, they didn't know what it was. I woke up and um, crying in pain in the fetal position, c- cried for my mom like a little school girl and came running in, took me to the emergency room, thought it was my appendix. It wasn't opened me up from from sternum to past my belly button and just started digging and there was a toothpick sticking out of my large intestine oh so they had to go in and basically cut the little section of large intestine and remove the large intestine and then put it back together so I have like an inch inch removed from my large intestine and now fast forward to this past week the scar tissue causes me to get backed up if I'm not precise with my diet especially you know when you're hyper aware of yourself your body's hyper aware of itself so if i get out of control with my sweets or my dairy or whatever that i know consciously is not good for my system my system will be like hey motherfucker you know this isn't good for you right and it calls me out and and so this past week i've had some issues actually missed a couple days at work
1: yeah it gets irritating Yeah. It tells you about it.
0: For sure. For sure. Just the inflammation and the scar tissue just is not a good mix. So, man, I've been just pounding laxatives in water and water and juice for the last five days instead of, um, you know, taking the route of going to the hospital or just be like, man, I'm so full. I haven't been able to shit and just keep shoving food in my face. Like people, I see people like, oh, I'm constipated. I know it's a weird conversation, but um, especially with kids at yeah. – at the jail like i'm having shit in five days i'm like why the fuck are you still eating like you need to you need to fast like stop eating every meal that you get because <laughs> if it's not coming out and you're shoving it in something's not gonna Someone's, go right
1: yeah something's
0: gonna overflow right so yeah i've been juicing and today i felt good enough to eat a turkey sandwich nice nice and plain simple introduce solid food back into my system i have been drinking a lot of fruit smoothies though
1: Someone, uh, had asked me about smoothies today yeah. another fun fact kind of story. Um, what do you put in your juice or, or is that what you're drinking?
0: Uh, no, I, so I really enjoy these naked drinks, but I've actually, Brittany buys frozen fruit to make smoothies with and yeah. I mix frozen fruit. It's usually like a strawberry blueberry type mix yep. with, and then I'll do like fresh strawberries and bananas and kiwi if we have it just. Really no particular fruit, just whatever I have in my house, honestly, I dump in there. Do you Dude. throw any veggies but, in there? Um, no, I use there's we have greens powders and uh, a fiber powder. So I've also been taking that fiber powder with my smoothies and also uh coconut oil and a spoonful of raw honey. Yep. I know it's like sixty grams of sugar, but it's light and it helps me flush my system, so it's been good man I, I felt good i've probably lost five or six pounds you know not that i needed to lose weight but it's nice to lose that inflammation and feel lean right you know especially going from feeling constipated as hell and not being all <laughs> shit for three days
1: you know so yeah it's good to clear it out that's a it, that's a it, good point man is not to just keep shoving it in
0: yeah because we i've i'm guilty of it Me man. Even the that's fir- why Even the first couple of days I did it Yeah, like, man, my stomach hurts so bad, but I'm hungry. Like I, my sugar cravings kicking in before I go to bed. It's like, dude, just eat a couple of cookies. You'll be all right. Then I eat them. It's like, Oh fuck, man. I feel like
3: shit.
1: Yeah. Yep. It happens. That's yeah. Food, food plays a huge, huge part, man. It's, it's giant. That was, um, that's beautiful, man. That was everything, man. That's, it can really impact your entire life.
0: yeah and tremendously for sure and you know the craziest thing is the best shape i was ever in in my life is not i actually worked out less than i had all my life i just changed my diet to juices and like nuts for protein and eggs Yep. Yeah. just like ate super super raw man yeah. eggs was about the only thing i ate cooked um man i was i was in great shape and i worked out half the time man. you know i looked better i felt better You know, because the the model that I always knew, like eat five or six meals a day and, you know, lift lift X amount of weights and Mm -hmm. try two a days if you want to push yourself and high intensity training like it was just a totally different paradigm of of how I was treating my body, both nutritionally and physically, you know you're not taught the rest. I was never taught the rest. Like if you're trying to rest, you're a bitch, <laughs> you know, like yeah. David Goggins says, like yeah. you got hey. bitch in your soul hey. if you fucking rest, hey. but it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like that. I mean, if you can do it, if you can carry that weight, more power to you. But right. me, for my person,
2: it's yeah. a lot
0: of weight to carry, man. When
2: That shape so I was in similar. was, I mean, it was similar. I was doing two a days most of the time, but it was juice in the morning, salad for lunch yeah. juice in the afternoon and a dinner like it was lean it was i mean i was eating salmon or chicken with a salad for lunch and then dinner was usually no carbs or nothing just vegetables and a meat some yeah. kind of protein and then i would work out for about an hour and a half two hours before work and then after work whichever one i did in the morning i didn't do it at night so i would do either just cardio and abs for one workout and then i would do a full-blown workout and i mean that was The best shape I was, but I never went hard. It wasn't about, let me see what I can, what's my new personal record or let me max out. It was just mostly lifting to tone out and lose weight and get in better shape. Yeah.
1: Right. Just an overall goal of being better. Yeah.
2: I just wanted to be in better health. Mm -hmm. And now, now that I'm several years removed from that, Brittany actually was a little spooked. last time I went to the doctor for my testosterone shots and they took my blood pressure I'm stage two hypertension so i'm high risk for a heart attack like now in my 30s so Time to put in some work brother yeah so she's she's uh talking about trying to change everything that's in the house and change our diets and
0: both of us go a lot healthier being out of the fast food industry
2: will help too a lot yeah. i know we've talked about that yeah. i fucking love tater tots so i feel you pain man yeah, yeah, well, now this place actually has salads and fresh salmon. So you're running out of excuses, frozen. brother. There we go. I out. Mean, of I mean, I eat clean when I'm at work. Yeah, it's it's right. the not being at work part now. Right. Last time I ate at work, uh, I just had some grilled chicken breast, broccoli, and I think I did have some mac and cheese or something. But it was yeah. you think or you know, I don't. I don't remember from <laughs> from that day in particular. One day I know I did, but right. it was you know saying. just something something to have as filler because broccoli and chicken wasn't going to fill me up after the kind of weekend that i've been working in the hours i put in last week so i just i needed some carbs for some energy yeah i didn't want to have a whole bowl of linguine so i had a little side (laughs) bowl of mac and cheese so that's the only other pasta on the menu that we have is a shrimp linguine and i was like i'm not having a giant fucking 10 ounce portion of noodles i'll have this small little (laughs) bit of mac and cheese for some carbs so but I, I'll eat a lot cleaner at work. H- hell, I hardly even eat at work now. I mean, right. without a sous chef right now, it, well, I'm so busy that most of the time I'm just picking at stuff on the line. And if I'm picking at stuff on the line, it's usually chopped vegetables. Yeah. A couple of carrots or cucumbers or yeah. uh we have like a steak flatbread, so it'll just be a couple pieces of steak or, yeah. you know, it's just something to chew on and try to get something in my system. But pretty much eat one meal a day when I'm at work and then just pick at stuff as I'm hungry. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: another thing that I'd like to touch on is intermittent fasting. I know juicing kind of is similar, kind of a another tool to use as far as getting your energy back, restoring your body to to homeostasis, if you will, to just like a, a proper working manner without being bogged down by food it, man, it's, it's really been a game changer. And that was a huge part of me cutting my workouts and, um, getting in that great shape. And it's something I still practice today just so I can eat whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> you know? if,
2: I've tried yeah. intermittent fasting. It doesn't make me feel as good. It does for like the first two or three days. Yeah. And then I just, I don't feel great doing it. And I don't know what it is about the intermittent fasting. I felt better when I was doing, like I said, two or three juices a day and then two good meals. And yeah, probably getting something in my system every three or four hours, even if it was something as healthy as a pure vegetable and fruit smoothie. Right. Cause that's what I would pretty much what you said is what I was doing, except for I would throw in like some kale or spinach or whatever and yeah. try to get some green in there too, instead of a powder. But it was some kind of fiber vegetables, um, granola and honey. And that was it. That yeah. Was two or three times a day and then two or two meals a day. I'll be damned. Uh, man, it,
0: it works for me. It, it really does. And it, it's really changed. It works for a lot of people. So I know a lot of people that about, it works for.
1: It's about eating in a window, right? Yeah. So Essentially. What, what is your window?
0: Uh, usually, I won't eat till about noon. Noon?
1: Yeah. What's the last meal you have?
0: Meal is around five, but most nights
1: (laughs) all right yeah yeah, so so.
0: um usually i'll go 14 to 16 hours after my last snack so it really just depends on on the night before is how i base my next day out um what i've been doing lately is trying to eat like my dinner or a heavy meal of whatever i want with a little bit of dessert like four four thirty that way i still have a big chunk of of time to digest my food and yeah yeah, and I feel like if I stuff myself, I won't want sweets at 9 o'clock when I'm ready to go to bed. So,
2: See, maybe that's of... why it doesn't work for me because my window was different. I cut myself off at like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then I wouldn't eat until 2 or 3 in the afternoon. And by that time, you're already awake for a much yeah. longer period of time than noon. Right. So if I was going to work at 6 or 7 in the morning and I wasn't eating until 3 o'clock, I felt pretty sluggish and shitty by the time I did eat. How, how long did you do it? Oh, for probably two or three months. Really? Damn. Where it was that window. I mean, I wouldn't eat after 9 or 9.30-ish, and I would make sure that whatever time I was cognitive of it, and I wouldn't eat until 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. But I was up at 6 o'clock and at work by 7. So then you're working and putting that physical strain on your body, and then if you're not eating anything until 2.30. Right. And I mean, at the time when I started it, it was usually clean food. Yeah. And then as...
0: How are you? How are you feeling mentally? Then, well, mentally, I still felt
2: fine. Yeah, mentally, it was the same as it is whether I fast or don't fast or intermittent fast or you know whatever. As, as long as I'm not eating fast food and shitty food, right? Then the the mental clarity was still pretty much on par with it was any other time, right? But just well, physically, I felt. I'm asking
0: you, shitty. like, where in that stage of your life that you were intermittent fasting? Did you have a lot on your emotional and and Your mental plate is what I'm asking.
2: I mean, I don't know. Because that that could also
0: be a drain of energy where you need that
2: food, outside energy. Probably not any more than normal, but I feel like I probably (laughs) have a lot on my plate at any given time. So, I mean, probably definitely played a role that and probably my window. Because I feel like if I would have... I mean, it's just hard with kids and Brittany and it would be easier now because she works at, at night. But when she was working... As a as an aide, a lot of the times she would do like 11 to 7. So she wouldn't get home till 7 o'clock. So I wouldn't want to have my last meal at 5. I'd want to have it at seven thirty eight o'clock so we could eat together. Yeah. And then, like yourself, I would leave a little window for a snack or something. And, you know, late at night I would have a, I don't know, some kind of like a, a kind bar, like a little all-natural granola bar or something and a yogurt. Yeah. And that would be like my last snack at night. But I don't know. I just never really felt like it was... As miraculous as people that I've talked to that I know do it that, yeah. you know, talk about all the benefits. and I What would really be miraculous
0: like to you? I don't know.
2: <laughs> to be honest, I don't. But I felt pretty much the same. I mean, yeah. I didn't feel as as bloated and as heavy, but that was about the extent of it. I didn't feel like it was making a difference in my energy level like some people talk about. I didn't yeah. feel more energy. I didn't feel any of that stuff. So, the the thing for me was... Eating cleaner and eating more often, but smaller portions. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. It just seemed to be what worked for me. So I need to get back to that. Yeah. Especially given the, the new information of, I think it was like 166 over 88. And she was like, I can't believe they didn't tell you to go see a fucking doctor. <laughs> when was this? Uh, last week.
0: Change. Oh. Change before life changes for you, brother. It's time.
2: But I need to go get checked up again. There's no butt.
0: No, there's no butt in this one, Jeremy.
2: There is a butt <laughs> no, because, because that day I was on a thermogenic, which does increase your heart rate. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not hypertensive. I probably am. But I need to go on a day where I don't have that in my system and probably at a time where I didn't, you know, just have a cigarette, which also can And a cup affect of coffee. That. And, no, I didn't have coffee, <laughs> I don't think, that day. I was off. I usually don't drink coffee if I'm off. Yeah. But but i need to go just make sure that 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 is the problem especially if i'm going to if any kind of medication is going to get involved i want to make sure it's it's actually needed right to at least supplement until the diet takes over and then i can get back off the medication so i don't have to worry about a heart attack right so but i definitely feel like i don't want the medication i want to do it the right way yeah. and just change my diet start working out again get back to all of that especially if I like this job. I hate the hours right now. It's a lot, but I like the people. I like the staff. I like the food. I like the the job. We hired a sous chef, but he there can't start until the day after Mother's Day. So it's just a get through the next two and a half, three week thing. And if I can find a balance in that now, I need to. But like I was telling Eric, I don't know if you heard, but the all of last week was 12 to 14 hour days yeah and i hadn't been working that so i was fucking exhausted i didn't want to do anything yesterday right and then if i'm gonna have to do that for three weeks i don't know how much energy i'm gonna have to to find that balance and go to the gym the eating right part can definitely happen immediately but i would like to be able to pair that with going to the gym and, and taking care of the physical side as well as the food side so if it has to be three weeks before I can do that, at least I can start working on the food angle now. So
1: it's a good place to start. Stop drinking.
2: Yeah. I haven't had anything to drink in four days.
1: Nice. So good, bro. Good for you, bro.
2: So no more booze and healthy food. And hopefully the gym, I mean, will be the gym. It's just a matter of timing with, uh, with the sous chef things. Fuck man. I've been so tired. <laughs> Seven thirty in the morning till nine thirty at night is not fun. Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Yeah, that's a long day.
2: And eight thirty to about seven once that dinner rush is done. Wednesday, Thursday. So hmm. eleven between eleven and twelve and a half hours on Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I know I'm pretty much doing thirteen or fourteen work. So. But I was talking with a corporate chef and he said, as soon as we get him in here and get him trained and you feel like you've found a balance, he was like, I would suggest you get out as soon as dinner's kicking off on Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Sunday, I would leave as soon as your fucking brunch rush is done, to be honest. He was like, I would get out as soon as you can. That's how you're going to get your balance. Because he can do dinner and you'll handle the brunch rush on Sunday is way worse than our dinner rush was. After church. Yeah. So after church and then top golf being right across the street. As oh, soon as yeah. they go on a wait, those people come over to Chewies and Matt's and yeah. Smoky Bones over there and they, they eat while they're on their two-hour wait. And we'll go on a 30 to 45-minute wait to seat people in the middle of the day. And then dinner was, I mean, we, I don't even think we went on a wait. So if I don't need to be there for that, and he can handle, you know, a semi-full restaurant. So we were busy, but we weren't we weren't slammed like we had been all day. So this guy's got, like 10 years experience as an executive chef he's a suit right now he's been doing this for 30 years so he's got the experience required he should be able to handle a dinner rush on his own right so once if we get that all pegged out man i should hopefully be back down to i i hate saying normal 55 <laughs> hours a week but that's what they expect is between 50 and 55 but that's you know two 10-hour days and then knowing that my weekends are still going to kind of suck but Two days off plus two 10-hour days, that's still four days I can get back to the gym. Right, there we go. Oh, yeah. And then even on one of those weekend days, I would like to believe once my energy levels return and healthy eating and more of a routine, I could squeeze in at least an hour. Either after work or before work. Brittany works most weekends, so if I can get off early enough on a Saturday or a Friday to, to swing by the gym for an hour, hour and a half before the kids go to bed and at least be able to say goodnight, then... Then I can take two days off a week and get back to the gym five days a week like I want.
0: Yeah. What if you started doing push-ups and air squats on your own
2: without the gym? I need space. That's I mean, can. I can do push-ups, yeah. For push-ups and squats, no, 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 no but, you don't. That's but we talked about doing like a home gym or getting that tonal system or something. What, once you're we do. dodging my question. No, I, I said I could. Oh, yeah. I said I could. Uh, I could do those. Um, Why don't you? I have. Because it's all or nothing? No, it's not, it's not that. I mean, no. I should be doing that. Uh, I'm asking, why don't you? I know you should be. Right now, That's what it's, just, right now it's just energy level. I'm just yeah. fucking drained after right. after okay, all that. And when I come home, I'm only home for an hour before my kids go to bed. Yeah. I don't want that hour to be doing push-ups and, and doing all that. And then, It takes like 30 seconds yeah, to bust out. But, but when you, know, you don't more, see your kids for 12- to 14-hour days. Yeah. Um, but again, that goes back to the balance of it all and getting yeah. into the routine. This is my first week of feeling that. Yeah. so it, of course it drained me after not having to do that right. i was used to eight hour shifts and now i'm doing 12 to 14 hour shifts for the first week i'd like to think that'll balance out this is what i was doing with the casinos it's not like this is fucking unheard of to me i'm used yeah. to these hours yeah we're trying to get a, get away from that though right yeah yeah so <laughs> it kind of has it's kind of been a little bit of a blessing in two ways because i found a place that i like that i am happy that I think I can enjoy working while I go back to school but I think it's been the reassurance that I needed that this isn't the life that I want anymore. Yeah. So that this is a good temporary spot holder and then I won't have to we'll have to see how what, how demanding the nursing program is cuz I know it's not easy. <laughs> I know it's going to take a lot of hours. So uh if I still decide to go that route instead of pilot that that coursework is going to be a lot to to still do the hours that I am doing now but if i can do that that balance of even if it's not three days a week like britney can do and i want to do four days a week that's still three days off that's a lot more time at home with the kids and time with her and time for us to do the things that we want but ideally we'd both be able to work three days a week and have four days to where like i was telling your wife if uh she works three days and i'm off the first day that she works and then you know we work two days and then i work and she has a day off i can have a day to do what i want with the kids she has a day to do what she wants with the kids and then we still have a normal two-day weekend as a family yeah so that would be a a beautiful schedule if we could get all that lined up and that'll depend on what i decide to do nursing or pilot or whatever but you can line it up now i just get back to the research of which school? Which school, man? Yeah. Which school? Which program? Figure that out and uh get it started. Let's do it. Because both of them are two year programs, so two years and we can be where we want to be. And I've found a job that I like that will keep us where we need to be to buy the house. We don't what, put what, any of that stuff on. What if hold. you hate
0: nursing? What if you get that's fine through two years and you're like, fuck this job. That's fine. I'm, I'm done okay wiping with old people's ass and.
2: I'm okay with that because I'm not source. happy now. So, <laughs> so it'd be par for course. Yeah. So it'd be and par for the course. A lot of money, a lot but I would money. make the same amount of money yeah. to only work three days a week. And I'm already doing 12 hour shifts. So for me, the big part that's lacking right now is the work life balance. Yeah. And it's all it's 75% work, 25% home life. All right. And if I can tip that balance a little bit to be a little bit more 50 50 or 60 40 to where I get to spend 60% of the time at home throughout my week. Yeah then I'll, I'll put up with a couple of days of misery for that. But when it's five days and sometimes six, the mm-hmm. executive chef now, he'll work six if the traveling chef that they have can't cover his days. So if the traveling chef puts in PTO, he's fucked. He only gets one day off where somebody from the front of the house will help watch the kitchen, and then he's got to be there six days. Mm-hmm. A sous chef, will fix that problem. But that's still not the life I want where it's five days of 12-hour shifts yeah. when it could be three. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think that's what it's all about instead of giving your time away to a corporation. Give it back to my kids and my wife and some things that we want to do.
1: Yeah, man. How does everyone recharge? How do you recharge your batteries? Solitude. Solitude.
0: Fuck yeah. It's the only way I can recharge my batteries. Yeah, sitting just having time to myself, not even necessarily solitude as far as meditation goes, but just I'm a night owl. So on my days off, dude, I'm up to like two or three watching documentaries and reading and meditating and doing all the weird shit that I like to do by myself, you know? Um, And so that's, that's how I recharge is, as just being by myself, cutting energy ties with things that are stressing me, praying, really setting intention for my my next day or my next period of time where i'm not going to get solitude you know a few days where i may have things going on from sun up to sundown so man it's so important for me so important and and it doesn't matter what i do even if i'm listening to music and fucking jamming out my kitchen with my house to myself it's like (laughs) you know i think everybody everybody really appreciates their solitude at least least they should i think no yeah yeah Yeah. who am i to say um that is the most important that actually was kind of a struggle with brittany and i at first when we first got into a relationship is like i've kind of always been that way since i've learned from my first failed marriage is like man it's so important for me to be alone because especially back then you know i was an angry individual it's like man if i didn't take time to unbottle that and let some steam out of it. Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably why I was divorced, but, um, <laughs> you know, lesson learned, right? We, yeah. we evolve and we see our faults and we grow from them. Yeah. And so when you get into a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody that hasn't come to that understanding within themselves, that it is important to have that solitude. And you like, you have that puppy love and you're up each other's ass. And it's like, Oh man, I'm not, I'm not up to these kid games anymore. Like, I need my, I need my solitude, you yeah. know. And it took a while. Like, she would take it personal, and it's like, babe, it's not a personal thing. Like, I, it's not that I want to be away from you. I want to be just by myself. Yeah, it has nothing to do with you. I promise yeah. you.
2: It's hard for people to distinguish the difference between the two, though. Oh, it's
3: it
0: it's That's impossible been a problem in a
2: lot of my relationships. Is like, it's not that I don't want to be with you or that I don't miss you when I'm right. by myself, but. I feel the exact same way. That, yeah. That solitude is important.
0: Like Man, I, I, I think it's divine. I, I, I think it's divine truth. And that's my perspective. Um, and I actually synchronistically just posted about love versus attachment. But what it yeah. is, is we become so attached to this other person and lean on other people so much in need from other people. Not that, you know, depending on other people is bad, but needing anything creates an attachment to mm-hmm. it. You know, it means you have to l- lurk, lurk. L- lurk or look externally <laughs> for that energy that was kind of creepy now that it comes out mm-hmm. <laughs> you know lurk for the energy but uh man it's it's when you can sit with yourself and know that you don't need anything outside of yourself to find that inner peace that's true love and that's opens your ability to love people unconditionally and not have to attach yourself to them because they fill voids in your your character or your being you know, it it creates that attachment where the, the heart isn't connected. It's all in the analytical mind and it creates inner turmoil because your heart and your mind aren't firing together essentially. So I I think that's a a huge problem that people have, like you said, is, is because of that, the difference that it's not really something you talk about or like, you don't have conversations about what is love. Mm. You don't ever hear those conversations, but I mean, it's very much a real thing. It's a, universal law to define happiness i think in in my reality so all starts within so that solitude is how
2: i recharge beautiful Me. that and that and this yeah the podcast Mm yeah or just conversations in general about the stuff that we talk about yeah just getting away from talk therapy all of it yeah yeah Separating myself from the day-to-day, whether so, that's sitting up after Brittany goes to bed and doing something that I want to do, or talking, or reading, or yeah. listening to music, or playing play, video games. Playing video games sometimes. Bro, Xbox
0: finally has a Major League Baseball game. You play <sighs> it? They Hell yes. And it's free. That day. It's free. No, it ain't. Yes, it is, bro. MLB, the show, is not free. Yes, it is. It was like five listings and none of them said
2: free. You don't have a Game Pass, do you? I don't know, mean. So you pay? Do you pay the nine ninety nine a month to have Xbox Live? I pay for a
0: gold membership.
2: I don't know. Yeah. It's just like a recurring
0: thing for the last ten years. I don't. Pay if you up to it.
2: that to fourteen ninety nine a month, you get Game Pass, which is like a hundred and sixty games that you can download for free.
1: Holy shit! MLB is it's on the there. Gaming up. <laughs> MLB's on there. They never had. A major league baseball. They game.
0: did, but they were like super shitty, small budget companies that produced them. None you. of the big like EA Sports or I don't it's know the, the company, right? <laughs> None of those other major sporting gaming systems. tran like they were all on PlayStation. Wow. They didn't it, have a major league baseball it pissed game. Pissed a lot of PlayStation Ford, people off.
2: That they put it on, yeah, yeah. because it was hey, man, free from it. the you day they released selfish it on Xbox. Oh, I got you. <laughs> and they're like, dude, we've been playing the show for the last ten years, and we spend the sixty dollars on it every year. Oh, right. In the first year, Xbox, gets it's on it free. Xbox, it's on their fucking Game Pass, and they don't even have to pay for it. Step hey, up see? your game, Sony. See, I held out for the right, re- although I just paid for it.
0: Fuck, idiot.
2: So, yeah, yeah, we pay for that for. I was paying for it already anyway because they did Bethesda and EA too. So all your Fallout games and NBA, Madden now is on there. So I paid for it anyway when they did all that. But we also pay for it now for Colton because a lot of the indie games and kid games are on there. That's probably a majority of the Game Pass stuff. It's not games that Uh, you'd really be interested in playing. but, But there are some of them. All the Halos are on there, all the Gears of War. You can play all that shit for $5 more a month than you pay already. Hmm.
0: i'll be damned
2: not that you need that now because you just said you went through what like a two-week stretch where you're playing too much of it
0: yeah well i'm I'm, i don't play a wide variety of games i play madden and call of duty and now i'll probably only play baseball just because i play baseball in real life so that's another way i recharge yes playing baseball yes what about you brother how do you recharge solitude yeah oh yeah yeah. um uh, solitude and running
1: yeah running for sure which
0: is solitude
1: right which mm-hmm. is solitude yep um stretching yeah yeah um something about stretching my body out and feeling limber makes me recharge it's like allows the air to come back into my muscles and like i, I don't know back energy, back into my, Yeah. the energy yeah
2: inflate with the energy see i want to do more of that yeah like yoga or some kind of get a foam stretching out, thing i mean i have one do you? i use, you use that i use it yeah. and my massage gun not every yeah. single night i should use it more but i do use it especially when i'm feeling any kind of way i'll use it for sure but i use that massage gun almost every day yeah the dude. foam roller i'll use this, particularly if i'm sore or feel like i need it somewhere but to just stretch like that little hip move that eric showed us at his house, <laughs> dude, like, dude i, do that I did that i did that shit at work the next day and like it i just felt so much better after right so i want to do <laughs> something like that i've been saying for a while i need to start looking into yoga or some kind of you some, know some kind of routinely stretching yeah, something it's
1: it's it's awesome man and so some one of the ways i recharge is by looking up different videos like specific for running like different stretches that i can do um i don't remember how i found that i think that was accidentally how i found how to do that stretch I can't remember how that was. I think I dropped something. <laughs> I don't remember, but yeah, but Not the it, soap. so that so that's one. Oh, nah. <laughs> Not the soap. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. No, nah, they all come in. Uh, they all come in containers now, dude, with a little easy squeeze. <laughs> oh yeah, <squeeze> the <laughs> <Quit> soap. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, stretching, uh, running, or even um, do. I like to watch a lot of uh, I like to watch a, watch a lot of Rogan's podcasts. I like to listen to them, but I more so like to watch them because um, I like to see the facial expressions and stuff and the guests that he have on. Or they're always animated and shit, so I like to watch that. But that's how I recharge. It's like conversation that's I don't I don't have to turn my brain on for it but if my brain hears it and accept it, You're like subconscious Yeah. Planting like it, seeds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's off, but it's on at the same time. Yeah. It's in like rest mode. Yeah. And then I think we're just going to turn like the little living room area into like that matting that you can have, you know, like a, like a gym mat or something. Like yeah. That'd be cool if we could change it into something like that. I'm totally kidding, but <laughs> that's just how much I sit on the floor, like, yeah. and stretch like, I always get out the mat, the foam roller, yeah. the massage gun. Like, dude, that is one of my most favorite things to to do to recharge. But really, all of that stuff is just stuff in between, like, the quiet hours. Yeah. Like, this morning, like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but <laughs> I got up this morning at 3. And, like, dude, and from, like, 3 to 4, just chilled sat listened to some motivational stuff got ready for my run like that shit is just awesome to me man there's nothing coming in that's there's nothing coming in that's like out of control right you know yeah it's slow yeah it's slow it's like there's like i hit the day like before it hits me yeah full moon last night probably oh my god it was amazing <laughs> so yeah i let the dog out like i don't know one or two Man, it was it was amazing to look at. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I do. And then uh, trips with Kayla—that's another recharge. So we got one of those coming up here soon. The trip to Hawking Hills. Yeah, man, I'm excited. So that's another way. I make sure that happens. Fuck yeah, it's nice again. Uh, it's oh, it's nice and it's woods weather. It's woods weather, and it is super important to get away. So I'm, uh, I'm grateful that my new job thinks the same. So shout out to that because they helped me get that off. My boss helped me out there. So that's what's up. Yep. Um, solitude, man, it's, it's something that I have always enjoyed. Um, it's something I remember as a kid. Like I just feel like I would always be in my room. Like what I can remember is like listening to uh, Bone Thugs as a kid in my room, like reciting the raps, Right. <laughs> listening to all the words, like reciting the raps. Like, it, I don't know. You know,
0: you know, it's funny you say that. Is like having a teenage daughter. Some of the music, I've, I'm that old dad now. It's like turn that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> trash music. Yeah. And then I hear you tell that story. I'm like that was me too. Like, yeah
1: fuck yeah (laughs) i'm gonna have to remember that you know right i'm back yep but the thing
0: is like our music back in the day had lyrics like some of these songs now I was like what the fuck is this
1: (laughs) but generational gap some some of them context you know right (laughs) i think we did a comparison one night actually out on the back porch i can't remember what like what the event was but there were some people and we were like, we said the same thing, like, songs nowadays, and we are like, wait a second.
0: Right. Songs
1: back then were actually pretty bad, too. Right. There was just, like, <laughs> different context of the words, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, switched to something else that's a little more crude now. Right.
2: Well, they used to, I don't know, I don't want to say they weren't as direct, but I feel like they weren't as direct. It was almost like they would hint at or dance around subjects or use less blatant terminology, but they still sang about the same shit. You.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
2: Now it's just straight up no, saying it's... exactly what the fuck <laughs> they mean to say. And it's not, they don't hold back.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. Um.
2: <laughs> yeah. But
0: if you really think about some of the raunchier songs in our day, like they said some pretty, you know,
1: no, I, they did. Yeah. I'm, I'm generalizing like, for sure. Uh, and, I mean, even myself, I...
0: Hey, I, pop I, that pussy, baby. Yeah, I mean,
1: I was going down the road today and somebody's windows, and <laughs> I, I was like, I should probably turn this down just a little bit just to be considerate, you
0: know? But, oh, man. we. I was in front of or I was behind this kid that had his windows down blaring music today all the way through, like, the slow traffic of Loveland. Yeah. Just, like, volume all the way up, windows, sunroof. Yeah. It's like, that was so me.
1: I was that kid. I was that kid. Dude, I, me too, with the absolute, dude, just shaking houses with the loudest sound system. Yeah,
0: just
2: being an annoyance. Yep.
1: <laughs> so ignorant too. Yeah. Didn't know, didn't care.
2: I only had like one car with a sound system. And most of the time that I'm listening to music, it's windows up, everything closed, like just isolated in that yeah. moment and in the music on it. Yeah. Super, really yeah, I like big the windows down guy.
0: I like the jam and I like the free flowing air. And I, for me, I still do it, but I don't do it through a downtown <laughs> like Loveland area. <laughs> but if I get out on the open road, hell yeah, you better believe it. Um, but
1: the Jeep does sound good downtown loveland oh yeah i've ripped that thing through there a couple of times i've heard it I,
0: so so funny story one morning out of nowhere it's like six o'clock in the morning i'm driving to work and i see eric run across the road
3: i'm like hey bro what's up dude
0: he's like oh hey every day i'm like i wonder if i'll see E eat today yeah and uh so so i stop and it's like hey good morning have a great day blah blah, blah and then i just ripped it it was, it was so loud echoing off those buildings. I'm like, man, you're a dick. <laughs> All those apartments. <laughs> yeah, they just got a quick whap. Like, it's like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Armageddon's here. Yeah. Get down. <laughs> Good times. That was a great day. That like supercharged my day. It did. Unexpected seeing see your best friend running on the street while you're driving <laughs> to work. Like, hey, motherfucker, you're the only other one out here. And we ran into each other. That's what's up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what's up <clears throat> yep that was a good day for sure absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i i think going into this um podcast we kind of talked about what ideas and we were all kind of drawing blocks so we decided you know what what are some things that are blocking us from cre- like coming up with creative ideas and my perspective, it seems that, you know, each one of our individual lives is kind of thrown roadblocks, not necessarily a roadblock with the podcast itself, but like individual roadblocks that blocks that creative flow of creating, you know, and coming together and creating. So, um, my, my has been the, my stomach issue that kind of threw me off center and like through my, through some mental fog in my life. And then, um, got some, some news yesterday that that I'm still sitting with that's really, really heavy. And uh so I think that's been my hang up with creating a like, hey, what are we, what's the topic? Because we're usually pretty good, like right off the bat, like, hey, what's the topic? Here's some ideas. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Which we ended up doing by talking about what's blocking us. That's kind of the the thesis of this whole thing. So um what do you guys think? Do you think it's like individual blocks or
2: I think so. Yeah
0: for the I know, most you, part you've been I mean, busy as hell looking for a house my and mind was
2: foggy as shit all weekend with trying to learn the menu learn the prep list learn ordering yeah you're both in a lot spots. of stuff thrown at me this weekend on top of extremely long hours on top of trying to find a house on right. top of some issues at home and right. i think it was just a a big foggy weekend so Yeah. When I saw that text, I was just like, this is like the last fucking thing on my mind right now. (laughs) Right. But I want to do the podcast, so I want to put some energy into this, but it was just like, I I can't right now. Like, I can't even put that thought together. Yeah. So, but yeah, normally when I'm done editing, like I immediately, that Sunday, I'll start going to like, what can we talk about this week before, usually before I even get the text from one of you guys. Right. But this weekend that did not happen.
0: It happens, man. Here we are.
2: I think we're doing just fine. <laughs> and, uh, the release days. <laughs> what is, do you guys think? Release day is probably going to shift. <laughs> just so you guys are aware, to Monday. Oh, that's Sunday, f- yeah, right? That's fine. I don't. I don't
0: mind at all. So, all of you listeners that have been listening for Sunday, there you are. Well, Monday
2: it will be Monday. Uh, we are
0: still just as grateful that you take your time and energy to do that on your own. For yeah, at least you know, definitely
2: Rachel's until the sous chef starts. Because if I'm going to be at work Sunday from seven in the morning until right. seven or eight at night, by the time I get off, I'm not going to want to right. try to finish that. And it's definitely not going to be Saturday night if I'm not getting off until nine or thirty or ten. Right, and I get yeah. there at seven in the morning. That's right. my longest day. Yeah, you, you don't have to explain yourself, brother. We, no, I, we I understand. Mostly for for the listeners or whatever, just right, to let I them gotcha. know that what's going on. And then Monday, I'm off all day. There you go. So that's how I started my day on Monday was. I was awake for an hour and got some breakfast and sat down and started editing at 9.30 or 10 o'clock in the morning. That's probably how it'll be. And if I hadn't gone, Brittany went and got her hair done. Yeah. So if she hadn't been, if she didn't need her card or the card that we were putting her hair on and I didn't want to go see the house that we were looking at, I would have just sat down and straight through and probably got it done early Monday. But my goal will be for around a two o'clock in the afternoon release on Mondays.
1: Works for me. Fantastic. So, it's a little Monday medicine. Monday a little, medicine. A little Monday matinee for you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: You know, the Monday matinee. I mean, hell, unless you guys want to switch the podcast to record on Monday and I'll edit on Tuesday on Mondays off. And then we got the whole week to just figure out what we want to do on the next
1: episode. Wait, what was that? We could talk about that Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. <laughs>
0: But that just kind of hit me right now. Something we can discuss. We'll figure it out. We always do. Here we are. Didn't know what we're going to talk about. An hour and 16 minutes later, still talking. And hopefully you're still
2: listening. And if you are, we thank you. Well, the funny thing is I was talking to your wife before we started. She said she thinks these are our best episodes. We're just down cutting it up, doing whatever and letting it flow. And Yeah. She said she likes these more than any other ones. Yeah i
0: mean i i've all i'm open to that i have been since day one just letting it go it does it does work nicely to have like a a talking point just so for me i sit with it in meditation and it's like okay what what's coming up that you feel
2: you should say um i feel like most of our episodes are that though it's just like a talking point or two and then we branch it off some, into sometimes we,
0: sometimes we don't even talk about that talking <laughs> <Yeah>. point <laughs> right
2: <laughs> I mean, this week we're not, we haven't even mentioned the obstacles with the podcast until just now.
1: Right. <laughs> so well, I mean. that's kind of way it came back. I was
2: like, oh, shit, are we still
0: talking about our days?
1: <laughs> Basically. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I mean, really, it was kind of a full circle conversation. Absolutely.
2: As they tend to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so
0: and this is the first episode where I've, not been able to be fully open man just with with the news i got me yesterday it's a, it's not really my news to tell but it obviously affects me as i would you know without getting into it but it's kind of weird because i want to you know but it's i don't know i gotta respect the the other people involved so that's it's a big lesson for me because usually i'm like um Blah, 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 and let it you know yeah. i think that's something that i pride myself on being able to be open and and vulnerable and so the lesson is like it's not yours to tell bro <clears throat> but eventually it'll come out it'll come out yeah yeah when it's ready for sure <laughs> 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 so so are we we finish this. what do you th- what are you thinking over there <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you're just twiddling your fingers I wish you could see Eric right yeah. now <laughs>
1: just, <laughs> just wondering I mean obviously if you're gonna teeter that line and us be as close in a relationship I'm wondering what's going on
0: right right no I, I don't have a problem
1: discussing yeah. it offline I'm yeah. talking about as far as discussing it I feel you yeah just, just that's what's going on in my mind I'm like man yeah no for sure right. yeah 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 and
2: even not knowing you well i mean i've known you right. almost just long but not being as close as you guys are you've been very open so it's considering the yeah. heaviness of that is
0: well it's it's heavy news to dump on your friends right before a podcast so i was like maybe
1: hey, we'll smoke a cig and bullshit afterwards um so yeah well, it's uh i'm proud of you for it's, the decision you're making not to yeah you know, say uh, anything further and you're obviously keeping it together so
0: yeah man i've caught oh, man it's heavy it's very it's probably one of the heaviest bits of news that i've ever received but um it's come at a time where i've realized that life keeps going and life keeps coming in waves and you just gotta ride them and you know what you're capable of as far as Coping and, and transmuting the energy and looking for the lesson in the light in the situation. No matter how dark it is, there's, there's a lesson in there. And, mm. um, just using those situations throughout my life to empower myself to, to be better or to look at things differently, like the shift that I've made with not discussing it openly. Um, just being able to adapt, man, yeah. is, is really what it's about because life is going to kick you in the balls repeatedly mm. just to see if you're putting in the work you know if you're putting on that cup you might catch a few that don't hurt so bad (laughs) you know (laughs) you know putting the proper protection and plan into place to to protect your energy and your overall psyche man because some of the the news that i got would rock a lot of people you know and and, i mean it's rocked me i don't even know if it's truly even set in with me but um just understanding that life is is going to do it to you so it helps me take things with grace and give the people involved grace and yeah. Part of evolving, you know. If if we give our emotional keys over to every situation that happens, man, we're gonna be drained and we're gonna stay drained. So sometimes you gotta learn to keep those keys for yourself and yeah. and address it in the proper channel, you know, and you know, I I'll I'll release and I'll get it out. you know, I'm sure I'm aware enough of myself and my practices where i can take care of myself emotionally and spiritually and send love out to to all yeah. involved so, yeah yeah
1: yeah it's a, kind of like envisioned like a boxer um when his hands come down when he starts to get tired in the fight yeah you know and you might get hit in the face you know but you, your practices will bring you back yeah you get back up you get that second win yeah you get that second win yeah, you, you you know you do your shit, your solitude you know what to do right them or you hand. get beat the fuck up and then you go train harder <laughs> Yeah, them hands, them hands I mean. start to come back up and then the punches start to come back and then yeah. all of a sudden you're winning the fight again yeah yep and if you lose you train harder right well and i know that see your weaknesses
2: and, and build on them this goes for both of you and myself sometimes because i know i'm very private and try to keep shit to myself but it also helps when you know you have two very Oh yeah, accepting and loving people over here that you can lean on too right absolutely
0: yeah and did i have an amazing support system
2: amazing and that's another thing
0: absolutely that's a beautiful point it's um takes a lot of weight off when you live within a community of people that all love each other you know and not just out not just my immediate family like relatives but family as far as the people outside of my immediate family that I surround myself like you guys and a few other people.
2: Yeah. It's been a big lesson for me and uh, was part of this whole weekend of just making sure I'm involving Brittany and the people in my life to lean on when I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and I'm as drained as I was and right. And the things that it'll lead to, to keep all that shit inside. I mean, we've talked about that before and how close I keep everything and don't really.
0: Yeah. Let the shit out. man.
2: Yeah. But a big shout out that I thought about this while I was editing the podcast, actually, and it's not just to Howard, but it was part of the verbiage, right? But it's the same shit that you guys say all the time, but that the the title of that episode and the way that he said it and just like, right, find the beauty in your motherfucking suffering,
0: right? Coming like, from a blind guy, it's a lot easier. Yeah.
2: It puts it in more of a perspective it does. than it, it really did. <laughs> and that's, you know, not a knock on either of you two for saying it the way you have, but something right. about the the verbiage of it just connected. Yeah. And in the midst of editing all that and thinking about this week. Because after this week, with where I was at and wanting to get out of being in kitchens and this lifestyle and then going into a job that was twice as demanding as my last one. Yeah. Like I was on the border of just being like, fuck this. I'm so done. Like I'm just going to enroll in school and go find a fucking warehouse gig for 18 bucks an hour and just be able to put in headphones and pick and pull fucking people's Amazon orders and get to enjoy my music, be in a physical job. Like we'll figure out the financial shit later.
0: That might be good for
2: you, brother. I mean, and it seriously might be, but finding the beauty in my suffering and knowing, you know what it's providing us and being able to, to get, with the housing market being what it is i mean we need me to be where i'm at and if i can find the beauty in that and build new relationships with the people at work and find some some kind of joy in all of that and then yeah find some kind of balance in in a very unbalanced life right now be finding my beauty in that suffering is is going to help us in the long run and still being able to go through with whatever plan (sighs) that we want to go through with then it'll all come out in the end. So, but it was a, it was a different perspective shift. And like, I noticed it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was an impactful thing. I know thing. we talked about, it's like, I feel like we've been telling you this shit for six months. And yeah, I mean, you even said so that on I'm the looking, podcast. I know. <laughs> and then even in the moment, like yeah. when it happened, in the podcast like that's what i'm saying i didn't really make that connection until you until i was editing and right. I had to go back and you know listen p- to stuff a couple of times planted and, and then it sprouted yeah <laughs> and then it was just like you know what like fuck man like all this time and energy and effort i put in this weekend and how drained i was like i was still having fun i was still happy to be at work it was you know it wasn't as miserable and like i gotta shift the perspective of the amount of time to what it is that i'm doing and the fun that i'm having at work and the new relationships i'm making and so it was just the that whole perspective shift of instead of being so focused on being ready to get out and finding the beauty and all of it was it just clicked so it was just nice to to have that transition so shout out to howard and to you guys for the repeated messages (laughs) as long as it may have taken (laughs) to sink in shout out brother
1: (laughs) hey man it's like a shout out whatever whatever i did to contribute that like The axe can only do so much. Hey, someone's got to till the land for the seed, right? Yeah. And I mean, everyone plays their part, dude. And I I couldn't tell you how many times somebody told me something and then I heard it somewhere else and they were like, dude, I told you that a million times. (laughs) Listen, I know, but it just just didn't, it just didn't chop me down at the, at the right time. And when you heard it that time, it just did. Yeah. So, and without hearing ours maybe you would never heard this. i wouldn't yeah
2: it wouldn't have landed the right way i don't think so, so because you guys like like chad said till that land and and trying to initially plant that seed you know the soil just wasn't quite ready for it yet but it had been primed and then you know and even if the seed had started to sprout because there were still times that i would catch myself thinking down one train of thought and and trying to catch myself and correct the ship so you know that seed maybe had still started to to take root but maybe it was just that last little bit of water from from howard that was broke it completely out of the shell
1: and then some and then some suffering that you found joy in
2: yep hmm.
1: suffering's so the, like that seed breaking through the soil right yeah, fighting yeah.
0: to get out of the soil to sprout mm-hmm. now you got to give it water and, and sunshine brother yeah integration Integrate it. That's the difficult part. I think that's the bridge of knowing an application that a lot of people miss, including myself. You know, I have a lot of knowledge. I don't. (laughs) I don't always apply it, (laughs) and we all do because we have cell phones. You know, yeah. Even if infinite knowledge at your fingertips. Yeah, that's um, that's a huge one, and that application comes with discipline. Routine, absolutely, yeah.
1: Put in miles, All right? Whatever it is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a wish is just a wish until you take action. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, the universe has got to see you putting in the work to, for the universe to throw you some bones, if you will. Give <laughs> me funny. a freaking bone here, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, this is this has been a fun one. It's been a pretty fun one, Jeremy. You opened up quite a bit, man. I have my days. Yeah, it's good. It's good.
2: I like it. I enjoy it. You're smiling. That's good. I, I feel I'm back in the place, man. i feel things good things coming again. So. That's what's up, man. Beautiful. Keep
0: talking. Keep letting it out, man. You know, you you know your tendencies, and you're letting it out. That's beautiful.
2: Yep, yeah, still doing it, but it's in much shorter time frames now instead of months upon months or years upon years now i'm lucky if it goes two or three weeks before i just have to open up about something and talk to somebody right whether it's here with you guys or one person individual or colin pierce or telling britney or whatever it is getting that that couple of whatever issues are working through my own mind getting them out is it's definitely happened a lot more frequently and it's definitely helping. So yeah, getting to the point where I just don't bottle it in at all or not for longer than the day that it's happening and give myself some time to wrap my mind around it. And then the next day getting it out Yeah, slowly, but surely
1: it's what it takes.
0: We got a long time on this planet.
1: It's a marathon.
0: Yep. And we're young.
1: Youngest I've ever been.
0: Yeah, man. I feel good. Man this has been a good one. I liked it. It makes me, it makes me happy to, to hear you open up because I know your reluctancy with it. And somebody that's, you know, been a close friend and somebody that's talked to you a lot about this stuff. It's makes me feel good to see you open up, man. For real.
2: Yeah. I spent a lot of time today, actually, just thinking about all of it and just, like I said, when all that finally clicked and going back in and seeing the episode up and seeing the title again i think i'll get a little refresher every time i go and see that and i want to get some some better routines implemented something's gotta shift time to apply brother along with the mental shift uh, the application part needs to start shifting too so
0: it will you got to keep the ball rolling forward though. give yourself grace not too much find the
2: balance yeah there's definitely been too much grace the last month month yeah. and a half so it feels good. Grace of, feels good. A lot of plans and a lot of talking and a lot of not. A lot action. of the same conversations. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that shift is coming. Good. And we're
0: we're going to be grateful to be here with you for yeah. it and support you through it, man. As we're all shifting, man, in our own ways. Riding the waves of life with you beautiful folks at the round table. Do you guys have any closing words for the ladies and gentlemen that are listening? Cowabunga. Dude. dude.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yes. Ride the wave. How am I going to follow that one?
0: Uh, uh... Should I just hit the music button? Yeah, let's go. All
2: right. See you guys
0: later. We love you guys so much.